0: welcome to the tailored healing collective podcast where we embark on a transformative journey delving into the mystic realms of esoteric wisdom and unveiling the secrets that empower us to thrive in the tangible world i'm your host taylor valera and i am thrilled to be your guide on this extraordinary voyage in this sacred space we explore the profound the enigmatic and the spiritually awakening aspects of life it's here that we not only learn but apply the hidden gems of esoteric knowledge weaving them into the fabric of our everyday existence. Through this alchemical blend of ancient wisdom and contemporary understanding, we strive to illuminate the path towards personal transformation and empowerment. This podcast is a tribute to the divine feminine, a celebration of the nurturing and guiding force of the mother matriarch in our world. Together, we honor and uplift the sacred essence of femininity, embracing its strength, wisdom, and grace as we navigate the intricate tapestry of life. So, if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, enlightenment, and empowerment, join us in our exploration of the mystical and practical, the ethereal and the real, as we unlock the esoteric secrets that enrich our lives. Welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast, your source for embracing the power of transformation and honoring the divine feminine within us all. Hello, lovely souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Valera, and today we're going to go on a journey of self-discovery, focusing on the integration of physical and spiritual health for transformation. As we dive into this profound topic, I want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Your support means the world to me and helps in continuing to provide you with meaningful content that you can take into the real world. Now let's get started. The unity of our physical and spiritual health is a concept that has fascinated me for years, it's a belief that forms the core of my personal and professional journey, and I've found that when we bring these aspects together, we unlock the potential for a profound transformation in our own lives. So let's begin by defining what I mean by the physical and spiritual health. Physical health involves the well-being of our bodies, including nutrition, exercise, and overall vitality. On the other hand, spiritual health encompasses our inner world, our beliefs, values, and our connection to a higher purpose, whatever that may be for you. Now, here's the interesting part. The concept of physical and spiritual health is not limited to any specific culture or belief system. In fact, both Eastern and Western traditions recognize the importance of this unity through different lenses. So, I have learned so much in the past 10 years on my physical and spiritual journey. Now, for the past decade, I have been highly focused on learning about different spiritual beliefs throughout the world. And what I've come to learn is they're all pretty similar. A lot of it is dealing directly with the subconscious, the stories that we tell ourselves, the archetypes that repeat themselves over time. And I came to realize within the past couple of years that our spiritual health directly impacts how we are in the physical. It is an amazing web how both are linked together as the physical body is the vehicle and the spiritual body is the one really directing the course. I think a lot of times we are so caught up in the material world, we think that the physical is what is guiding us, but it's really the genetic codes within us, the stories, and our ability to reprogram our subconscious in order to reach the destiny that we're all meant to have. So I was a little nervous about sharing this part of my journey because I have, like most people, allowed society's views of how women specifically should be looking, acting, even dressing affect why I had a fitness goal in the first place. I realized that fitness was a way to motivate myself and instill self-confidence, something that in the spiritual realm I had been lacking in for a very long time. I always questioned myself. I've, in fact, even suffered a lot of gut health issues that are directly linked to the solar plexus chakra. Now, this goes very deep, and I know a lot of people have some general information about the chakra systems, but I just like to refer to them as energy points because it's something that I think everyone can understand. I have suffered a lot of stomach issues because of the belief systems that I set up very young as a child, and these come from a line of programming that I've seen from the people around me, the people in my family, but it is within our power to reshape these stories. And so I realized when I started doing a workout routine, how closely linked it is to practicing breath work and just being still. Even when you're working out, they tell you to always come back to your breath when your body is going into this sense of fight or flight and feels like you can't do any more push. They tell you to come back to your breath. And I was thinking, well, this is the same thing that you practice in yoga, Our breath is our consciousness. It is the signal that we're sending to our brain to let us know that we are safe. When we don't feel safe, we rush. We anticipate having to fight for our lives. And so working out became about more than just having some ideal Instagram baddie body. It was never about that. And I had to redefine what my values were. And this is where the spiritual part comes in. Getting my physical health together has me thinking about the longevity of life. Typically, you see people's lives cut in half, if not by emotional trauma, then physical in some way that ends up coming back into their bodies. And so when I don't pay attention to my health, I end up suffering emotionally. I'm not taking care of myself I really don't like when I see the whole trope of you're a slob because you don't work out or you don't care about yourself, but your habits do reflect what kind of story you're telling to the world. So recently, I've been getting back into the habit of listening to audio books, and one of them was Atomic Habits, and in the book, he talks about how there are little things day by day that you do in order to recreate your story, Now, if you wake up every day and you say, oh, working out is painful, I can't do this. Well, you're telling the story that everything in life is hard, that nothing can be achieved even with the smallest of steps. And it's not even about having, you know, a high cardio workout routine. I think a lot of it is about just getting up and doing something for yourself. As a mom, especially, I can speak to this. I get up at 430 now to get my workout in and chances are at least eight times out of 10, my daughter will wake up and then my son will wake up. My husband's usually already left for the morning to do his own workout or to take care of himself as well, and so I can let a lot of these things hold me back like, oh, I'm not really going to give it my all or I'm just going to quit the workout because she's up, and I've been pushing myself to find a way to still get at least 30, 45 minutes in if I can. I believe that the feminine, especially because we come from divine creation, Just like the masculine as well, but the way that we understand pushing through even when something is hard really reflects in the journey of not just getting in line with your spiritual and physical beliefs, but bringing them both together in a way that our body and mind can comprehend and work hand in hand together. Studying Eastern values versus Western values at first had me in a state of this is right and this is wrong. I should be practicing this, but not practicing this. And also the commercialization of things like yoga, Pilates, all ancient practices has us thinking you can only have one type of body to do this or you have to have certain economical circumstances in order to be able to practice. And that's just not the truth. We all deserve the right to be free. We all deserve the right to attain the things that we want, which at the end of the day for everybody is just inner peace inner peace is one of the most important things you can have because what's the point of anything else in life if you can't maintain that and I've had many people question me over time Taylor how can I find inner peace how can I become calm now the easy way I could tell you that is just to sit and breathe and meditate but most people don't want to hear that because they want to think it's some overly complicated process kind of similar to working out you know we think Oh, if I just follow this eight week routine perfectly and go super hard every time and burn this amount of calories and I'm sure to get this one result. But that looks different for everybody. Everybody has different circumstances. Everybody has different programs that they're running that they're telling themselves every day. And so you have to consider that we all learn differently, but the possibility still lies there for every single person. Now, I don't know if this is just a Western thing and maybe it's just because it's what on what is on my algorithm lately. But when you see someone working out, you see them fit in shape, you automatically assume they're happy. And that's not even necessarily the case. But I will say that I have read plenty of studies that have proven that when your health is active, like when you're actively paying attention to your health, when you're taking care of your body, when you're making healthier food choices, you're able to make better cognitive decisions in your real life. And so if I wake up every morning, I say, okay, let's go work out. Let's do a 30-minute workout. The next thing, I don't usually think about, let me just go sink back into bed. I think about what can I do for the day to get one step closer to my dreams? How can I enjoy my day now? I've done one thing for myself today. How can I utilize this same energy and move forward? My brain doesn't really go backwards because I've already been a catalyst for the day. I've already woken my body up. And you can do this through meditation, too. It does not have to be through a high cardio routine. You can go sit and meditate. And that is still reprogramming your mind to not go automatically into the millions of thoughts we have a day as humans and say, "Okay, well, this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it. And, And then you just get into so much fear and anxiety. You never actually move forward. But moving your physical body from what I've seen and I've learned over time is signaling to your body, even when it hurts, even when it. Um, even when it doesn't feel the best, you're signaling, I can do this. I can do more of this. It may feel unnatural at first, but now it's like, it becomes muscle memory after a while. Let me get up and do this. And then I do this. Now, this is not a guarantee to tell someone, Oh, you're going to live a perfect life because of X, Y, Z. That is not the goal. The goal was never to have a perfect life. It's about living every day to your full advantage in whatever way you would like and having not only the courage, but the willpower and the confidence to do so. So many women that I have encountered who I have met who are absolutely amazing at so many different things, you would think that they would have all the power in the world, but it's because they simply lack the confidence and the drive. That's it. And I think when we hear from the masculine a lot about um, having drive and ambition, we are sought or not sought, but taught, to seek it in a way that we have to hurt other people in order to get that. And I will also say breathwork and spirituality have equally taught me to have compassion for myself as well as compassion for others, to see that everyone starts somewhere and no one is in any place to judge anyone else because we all have things that hold us back. I love getting on YouTube and seeing people who started off in their journey who maybe were severely overweight and all they did was walk every day because it's just that idea of taking time for myself, doing something small, taking myself out of this environment and immersing myself either into nature or maybe listening to music that provides my mind and my brain with a state of calm. A lot of us are focused on how to live better lives, but I think ultimately we want longer lives because time is the most valuable thing that we have as humans. It is the most valuable thing we have and we take it for granted most times. I hear a lot of people saying, oh, time is a construct, time is a construct. I believe it is a construct, but also when I think and picture a cube, I'm thinking of a construct like a building or a block or something material and I'm unfolding it And seeing all the different layers that it has, I realized that each part of our lives is a different layer to unfold that can give us more time if only we pay attention to those things. Paying attention to our physical health is one of the things I believe that can help not only create more time but also release and detach from I have to get things done by a certain day or I have to have this body by a certain time. Unless you're setting a specific goal, I don't believe that that is something that you should force upon yourself because when you are able to detach from the moment and step into it, you forget why you were doing something in the first place and you learn how to have fun with it. At first, I thought it was about me just, you know, making videos for accountability as far as my workouts and creating inspiring content. But also it was just like I sat in the moment and said, I'm doing something for me. That's it. Even if the rest of the day is dedicated to my children or helping my husband or even making inspiring content for the world right here in this moment, I get to focus on my path and my journey. And it doesn't have to look gorgeous. It doesn't have to look Instagram worthy. It doesn't have to look like I'm going to be on the cover of somebody's magazine. What matters is right now in this moment, I appreciate myself for exactly where I am. And the fact that I'm getting up and giving effort to myself and who I want to become is making the journey all the more worthwhile. Nobody thinks about, you know, when you're 20 years later, when you look back at your life and notice the itty bitty moments, because most times you forget them. You forget that they even happened. You forget that they were a part of making you who you were in this moment. Spirituality and physical are one and the same. Things that you may want to achieve on the physical realm have already been achieved in the spiritual because in the spiritual lies creation. But in the physical matter lies the actual doing the creating of the material thing. And so sometimes we trick ourselves into thinking, if I just have this tangible thing in my hands right now, I'll be happy. If I can look into the mirror and physically see the person I want to be, well, then I'll have made it. But this is why they teach you with things like law of resonance and law of attraction. You have to believe it first before it happens. I've even noticed in doing workouts that, and I think I heard this in a lecture too. Not, I think I know I heard it. Um, you have to be able to see things in your mind, and even like things like lifting weights or running a race. If you can do it in your mind and get better each and every time, you'll see little improvements in the material world. And so sometimes I'm like, oh, well, I see these girls doing these squats so deep. I'm here, my knees are crackalacking everywhere, and I may never get to that point. But then I realize. I can actually do squats now, even when it hurts, like I can keep going over and over again because day by day, little by little, I took my time. I was in no rush to get anywhere. Again, time does not matter. Collapse your ideas of whatever you think that is and realize that being in the moment, in the present is really all that matters. Everything that is meant to happen in your life will slowly unfold over time if only you give it a chance. Now, we're going to take a quick break for an advertisement, and we'll be back. Now, before we move on, I have an exciting announcement. The Tailored Healing Collective is now offering private coaching applications on the website, along with a range of digital products designed to help you optimize your life and well-being. To explore our private coaching applications and discover our products, visit our website today at www.tailoredhealingcollective.com. Now, let's get back to our exploration of the fusion of physical and spiritual health for transformation, drawing inspiration from both Eastern and Western beliefs. Now, here's a fascinating insight The link between physical beauty and spiritual wellness is not about conforming to societal standards of beauty, but about radiating a beauty that comes from within. When you're in harmony with your physical and spiritual self, your inner radiance shines through and it's a reflection of your spiritual wellness. The glow of a person who is spiritually aligned is undeniable. It's the kind of beauty that transcends age, gender, or cultural norms. It's the result of being in touch with your true self and living authentically. So as you work on integrating your physical and spiritual health for transformation, remember that the radiant beauty you'll exude is not just skin deep. It's a testament to your inner well-being. A lot of what we see on social media right now, to me, seems like a facade These impossible beauty standards that women especially are held to when you see someone's luxury items or even see the beautiful life, we forget that the moment that we got these phones in our hands, it created the illusion that we could not have beauty in our everyday lives. Now, I love the videos where we have women talking about romanticizing their lives because I think we forget how powerful we are as humans with creation. It is literally a thought that turns into the material realm. So, even the carvings of bodies, do y'all remember reading in history books or seeing or maybe going to a museum and seeing the carving of the figure of a woman or even a man? We understood how intricate the body was and would take time to chisel away to make a beautiful creation that would last lifetimes. Nobody has that patience anymore. (laughs) We have become soft as a generation, seriously. And I think that we need to go back to being patient with the journey and seeing the beauty in it. When you just see a big block of wood, you don't realize that as it is chiseled away for hours and hours by the artist or the sculptor, as someone is working on a painting or a mural, when you can only see little parts piece by piece, you can't really get a full picture of the beauty that it took in order to get there on the journey. And The physical part is the part that we all admire because it feels tangible to us. It feels like something we can touch and something that we can feel. But again, you have to feel it within first. I know I've been kind of repeating the same thing over and over again, but repetition is how people pick things up quicker. So I hope whoever's listening today, it is sinking through to you that you are your own masterpiece in both the physical and spiritual and Artwork, I think, is one of my favorite forms of expression to show that the emotion that we experience as humans can go through a process of transcendence to become something that is remembered for all of time. This is why, you know, you see artists and they don't get their flowers till after they die or, you know, after some big tragedy happened, they were able to feel all of their emotions and create something beautiful in the moment and then leave it and detach from it. I even made a TikTok reel the other day about sand mandalas and watching these Buddhist monks make these intricate tapestries and patterns and then watching it wash all away. Now, you're probably wondering how is this related to talk about physical and spiritual health? Well, what if you worked up your dream body? You know, you worked out every single day, you finally got to it, and then all of a sudden one day tragedy hit and you gained a bunch of weight or you got some sort of sickness or disease, does that mean your journey wasn't worth it or that you can't get up and start again? Absolutely not. Because those are not the things that define you. The challenge and the beauty in the challenge is what you can use to help define your journey, but it doesn't make it any less beautiful because everything goes away. The impermanence of life, the things that we create in both the physical and the spiritual is what we appreciate, but also what we must detach from in order to lead more meaningful lives. I hope that you all found a little bit of resonance in today's episode and also realize that physical and spiritual health are things that you can activate within yourself no matter where you are. You are not expected to go by the latest You're not expected, sorry, to go buy the latest um, workout gear or record yourself doing a high intense cardio routine. Take time for yourself. That is what I want you to take away from today's episode. Take time to step into who you are and who you want to be and allow the transference of the messages you send your body every time you do something towards your goals every single day. Also connect with the spiritual journey that you're on as well. Because the motivation to keep going every day is what allows us to thrive as humans, to be able to connect, to create, to build community, to build self-love and even confidence. So thank you for joining me in today's episode of the Tailored Healing Collective podcast. Stay tuned for more insightful content coming your way and embrace the power of your own transformation. Until next time, let love lead the way.